0: So find us at DailyBreadMoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today.
1: Shalom, this is Harriet and I will be your reader today. This Sunday, the 3rd of December or the 20th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. We are in a new week and a new parasha and it is called Vayeshev, which means He's Settled. Today in history, Ezra the scribe addresses the people. We can read about that in Ezra 10. So all the men of Yehuda and Benjamin assembled at Jerusalem within the three days. It was the ninth month and the twentieth of the month. The scripture reading from the Torah will be Genesis or Bereshit chapter 37 verse 1 through 11. Before we start reading, please join me in thanking and blessing the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start with Genesis or Belshith. Now Yaakov dwelled in the land where his father had sojourned, in the land of Canaan. These are the genealogies of Yaakov. When Yosef was 17 years old, he was a youth. He was shepherding the flocks with his brothers, with the sons of his father's wives Bilhah and Zilpah. Yosef brought back a bad report about them to his father. Now Israel loved Yosef more than all his other sons, because he was the son of his old age. So he had made him a long-sleeved tunic. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak to him in shalom. Then Yosef dreamed a dream and told his brothers, and they hated him even more. He said to them, Please listen to this dream I dreamed. There we were, binding sheaves in the middle of the field. All of a sudden my sheaf arose and stood upright, and behold, your sheaves gathered around and bowed down to my sheaf. Will you truly be a king over us? his brother said to him. Will you really rule over us? So they hated him even more because of his dreams and because of his words. But then he dreamed another dream and told it to his brothers, saying, I have just dreamed another dream. Suddenly there was the sun and the moon and the eleven stars bowing down to me. He told it to his father as well as his brothers. Then his father rebuked him and said to him, What's this dream you dreamed? Will we really come, your mother and I, with your brothers, to bow down to the ground to you? So his brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the speech in mind. That was Genesis 37, 1-11. Now our portion from the prophets will be 1 Samuel, or Shmuel, chapter 10. Then Shmuel took the vial of oil and poured it on his head. Then he kissed him and said, Has the Lord not anointed you ruler over his inheritance? When you leave me today, you will find two men near the tomb of Rachel in the territory of Benjamin at Zelsa, and they will say to you, The donkeys you set out to look for have been found. Behold, your father has dropped the matter about the donkeys and is worried about you, saying, What should I do about my son? Then you will go on from there until you reach the Terebinth at Tabor, and there three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you, one carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and the other carrying a jug of wine. Then they will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you will receive from their hand. After that you will arrive at the hill of God, where the garrison of the Philistines is, it will come about as soon as you enter the town that you will meet a band of prophets coming down from the high place proceeding, preceded by a harp, a tambourine and a flute and they will be prophesying. Then the ruach of the Lord will seize you and you will prophesy with them. You will turn into another man. Now when these things and these signs happen to you Do for yourself what the occasion requires, for God is with you. Afterward you are to go down before me to Gilgal, and behold, I will come down to you to offer burnt offerings and sacrifice fellowship offerings. Seven days you will wait until I come to you and instruct you what you should do. Then it happened, as Saul turned his back to leave Shmuel, that God transformed his heart. And all those signs came to pass that day. When they arrived there at the hill, behold, a band of prophets did meet him, and suddenly the Ruach of God overtook him, and subsequently he prophesied among them. So when all who knew him formally saw him prophesying with the prophets, they said to one another, What has happened to the son of Kish? Is Shaul also among the prophets? Someone there asked, Who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb. Is Shaul also among the prophets? When he finished prophesying, he came to the high place. Now Shaul's uncle asked him and his servant, Where did you go? And he said, To look for the donkeys. But when we saw that they could not be found, we went to Shmuel. Shaul's uncle said, Tell me now, what did Shmuel say to you? He assured us that the donkeys had been found, Shaul said to his uncle. But concerning the matter of kingship, about which Shmuel spoke, he told him nothing. Then Shmuel summoned the people of the Lord to the Lord at Mitzpah. He said to Bnei Israel, Thus says the Lord, God of Israel, I brought Israel out of Mitzrayim, and I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians, and from the hand of all the kingdoms that oppressed you but today you have spurned your god who is your deliverer from all your calamities and your distresses for you said to him no rather set a king over us now therefore present yourselves before the lord by your tribes and by your thousands so shmuel brought all the tribes of israel near and the tribe of Benjamin was chosen. Then he brought forward the tribe of Benjamin by its clans, and a clan of the Matrites was chosen. Finally, Shaul, son of Kish, was chosen. Therefore they inquired of the Lord further, has the man come here yet? The Lord answered, He has just hidden himself among the baggage. So they ran and brought him from there. When he stood among the people, he was taller than any of the people from his shoulders up. Then Shmuel announced to all the people, Do you see the one the Lord has chosen? Surely there is no one like him among all the people. Then all the people shouted and said, Long live the king. Then Shmuel explained to the people the rules of kingship, wrote them in a scroll, and placed it before the Lord. Then Shmuel sent all the people away, every man, to his house. Shaul also went home to Gibeah, accompanied by men of valor, whose hearts God had touched. But certain worthless men said, How could this one save us? So they despised him and brought him no present, but he kept silent. That was first Samuel chapter 10. We will now read the portion from the writings, Psalm 50. A Psalm of Asaph God, Elohim Adonai, has spoken and summoned the earth, from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and does not keep silent. A fire is devouring before him, and it storms around him mightily. He calls to the heavens above and to the earth to judge his people. Gather my Kedushim to me, who cut a covenant with me with the sacrifice. The heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge, Sela. Hear, my people, and I will speak." O Israel, and I will testify against you. I am God, your God. I do not rebuke you for your sacrifices, for your burnt offerings are continually before me. I have no need of a bull from your house, nor goats from your pens, for every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird on the mountains. Everything moving in the field is mine. If I were hungry I would not tell you for the world is mine and all it contains Do I eat the bull of flesh Excuse me do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats Offer God a sacrifice of thanks offerings then fulfill your vows to Elion Call upon me in the day of trouble when I rescue you you will honor me But to the wicked God says What are you doing, reciting my laws and taking my covenant in your mouth? For you hate discipline, and you cast my words behind you. When you see a thief, you are pleased with him, and your portion is with adulterers. You have unleashed your mouth for evil and harnessed your tongue for deceit. You sit, speaking against your brother, slandering your own mother's son. These things you have done— Should I keep silent? You thought I was just like you, but I reprove you and set the case before your eyes. Now consider this, you who forget God, or else I will tear you in pieces with no one to rescue you. A sacrifice of praise honors me, and to the one who orders his way, I will show the salvation of God." That was Psalm 50. And now our final portion from the Apostolic Writings. We will read Mark chapter 7. Now the Pharisees and some of the Torah scholars who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Yeshua. And they saw that some of His disciples were eating bread with unclean hands, that is, not washed, for the Pharisees and all Jewish people do not eat unless they wash their hands up to the elbow, keeping the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they perform a ritual washing. There are many other traditions they have received and hold, such as the washing of cups, pitchers, copper vessels. The Pharisees and Torah scholars question Yeshua. Why don't your disciples walk around according to the tradition of the elders? Why do they eat bread with unwashed hands? And he said to them, Rightly did Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Having left behind the commandment of God, you hold on to the tradition amen. He was also telling them, You set aside the commands of God in order that you may validate your own tradition. For Moshe said, Honor your father and your mother, and he who speaks evil of father or mother must be put to death. But you say, If anyone tells his father or mother, Whatever you might have gained from me is korban, that is, an offering to God. Then you no longer permit him to do anything for his father or mother, making void the word of God with your tradition that you've handed down. And you do many such things. Then Yeshua called the crowd again and began saying to them, Hear me, everyone, and understand. There is nothing outside the man that can make him unholy by going into him. Rather, it is what comes out of the man that makes the man unholy. When he had left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples questioned him about the parable. And he said to them, Are you then also lacking understanding? Don't you grasp that whatever goes into the man cannot make him unholy? For it does not enter into the heart, but into the stomach, and then goes out into the sewer, cleansing all foods. And he continued, It is what comes out of the man that makes the man unholy. For from within, out of the heart of men, come evil intentions, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustfulness, Envy, slander, pride and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and make the man unholy. Yeshua got up and left from there to the region of Tyre. When he had entered a house, he didn't want anyone to know, but he couldn't escape notice. A woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. She came immediately and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek from Syrophoenicia, and she kept begging Yeshua to drive the demon out of her daughter. He was telling her, First let the children get their fill, for it's not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Yes, master, she said to him, but even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, Because of this word, go your way, the demon has left your daughter. She went home and found the child lying on the bed, and the demon gone. Again he left the region of Tyre and came through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, within the region of the Decapolis. They bring him a deaf man who had a speech impediment, and they beg him to lay his hand on him. Yeshua took him aside from the crowd to a private place and he put his fingers in the man's ears. After spitting, he touched the man's tongue. Looking up to heaven, he says to the man, Ephata, which means be opened. Immediately the man's ears were opened. His tongue was loosened and he began to speak plainly. Yeshua ordered them not to tell anyone. But the more he ordered them, the more they continued proclaiming it. People were completely astounded, saying, He has done all things well. He makes even the deaf hear and the mute speak. That was Mark chapter 7. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice, this year you would also read 1 Corinthians chapter 9 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a Shavuot a blessed new week with the Lord and with His Word. Shalom from Israel until next time.